Good Wednesday to everyone. Before we begin our Wednesday service, let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for fearfully and wonderfully creating each of us. We thank you for giving us worth in your eyes and help us to live as you intended for us to live even in our golden years. Help us to serve you in our golden years and help us to abide instead of strive, living peacefully and joyfully as heirs to your kingdom and co-heirs with Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So what I want to speak to you about comes from Psalms 92, verse 12 through 15. They shall still bear fruit in old age. See, a goal for many people in life is to probably have a happy retirement. They spend years saving and planning for the time in which they can retire. They look forward to the free time to do what interests them. But is the concept of retirement... Uh, able to be applied to the kingdom of God. You know, we rightly retire from secular jobs, but what about service to the church? Granted, physical infirmities may sometimes be a hindrance, but in such a valid, but is such a valid reason for retiring uh, from from the work of the church? Is it valid? Uh, in Psalms 92 and verse 14, it says, They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Now this passage certainly suggests that there's a place of service for the elderly, elderly in, uh, in the work of God. The first thing I want to mention is this, that God's use of older people was in the Bible. Moses and Aaron, for example, they were chosen to lead the Israelites out of the Egyptian bondage. One of them was 80, the other was 83. Joshua and Caleb, they were given the, the charge of leading the conquest of Canaan during the last 30 years of his life, and he lived until he was 110. Caleb was also very much involved in the conquest. He was up in his 80s. Uh, Daniel's another example. He served God from the days of his youth for over 70 years. And the scripture says that he was well over 80 when he was thrown into the lion's den. Uh... Zacharias and Elizabeth, another example. These were, of course, the parents of uh, John the Baptist. They were both well advanced in their years. Uh, Simeon and Anna, two elderly people who bore witness to the Christ child when presented to the temple to be circumcised. Anna herself, they say, was at least 84. She still was serving God. 
Paul the Aged, he called himself, uh, in Philemon chapter 9. Yet we know at this time in his life he was busy writing letters even while in prison. But what about today? You know, God's use of older people in the church today is important. There's always a need for elders. Didn't God design the local church to to be overseen by elders? Men and women who were older, capable of teaching and leading the flock. Men and women who were to serve as overseers and examples of God's flock. Many members seem to retire from active service in the church about the same time they retire from their secular jobs. Usually around age 65, which is rather young compared to examples that I've mentioned before. Just when they might be useful to the Lord, they, uh, they retire. There's always a need to remember this, uh, for older women to be teachers of good things especially to teach the younger women how to love their husbands love their children be good wives and homemakers but sadly many women stop teaching when they reach the age they are uh, when they are really commanded to teach there's always a need for service the elderly can provide hospitality, benevolence, uh, edification, evangelism. With so much time on their hands, why not use it to study uh, with other people? Even the most infirm can do things like send cards, make phone calls, Spend time in prayer and fasting. I heard of one invalid who spent her time praying for the sick. A prayer warrior. God can certainly use people of all ages. There's no doubt about that. Those who are willing to prepare themselves to be of service to God. Those who are willing to present themselves in service to him. We may retire from secular jobs, but not from our service to the Lord. Certainly, physical infirmities may limit what we can do, but only death can stop us from doing what we can. Is the problem really one of physical infirmities or just simple spiritual laziness? You know, we can't stop the aging process, but we can be renewed inwardly daily. That's what Paul preached. Now, a problem may be related to our youth-oriented culture, where the wisdom and experience of the elderly really is not, not respected, where our society is too quick to put the elderly, uh, how do you say, well, what do you say, out to pasture? Other cultures reflect the the scriptural norm, though, uh, where the elderly are revered, their wisdom and experience is appreciated, 
where the elderly continue in roles of influence and leadership even to their death. But I believe that the righteous can and should still bear fruit in old age. That's what the scripture says. I hope that this this lesson will encourage the elderly to re-examine their usefulness to the Lord and his church. In closing, there's the scriptures I want to read that are really very important. And of course, Paul wrote this and he said, Paul the aged from Philippians 3, 12 through 15. He says, not that I have already attained or I am already perfected, but I press on. Remember, Paul's an older fellow here. That I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to the things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us as many as mature have this mind, and if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this unto you. So basically what God, uh, what Paul is saying is that, that God can use and wants to use the elderly. Uh, let's close our service here with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your unfailing love for us, for your blessings and your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness to guide us and see us through these times of uncertainty. Thank you for the scripture that comforts and reminds us of your promises, plans, and provisions for us. Thank you for taking away our fears and our worries, the what-ifs, and reminding us that help comes from you. So, Lord, help us to be good stewards and spread your word, no matter what our age is, and forgive us of our sins. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.